I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Five of my best with John Watts, Fisher Z, a really fascinating group of songs here. Now, stay tuned because at the end, John will be unveiling his number one song. And don't forget, please subscribe. It helps you because as soon as I upload a new interview on the channel, you'll find out about it. And it helps me because I need subscribers. Here's John Watts. Five of my best with uh, John Watts, Fisher's Ed. Um, the first one actually is my favourite song that you had on the list. I mean, it's a, it's an old song from 1980, I think, So Long. Mm, yeah. And what I loved about So Long is that So Long, a passage of time, but calling a song So Long is also goodbye. <laughs> I think it's very much, it's very much, it's my sort of thing, isn't it, really? <laughs> I mean, So Long was the, 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 it's quite funny. It's one of those songs where, um, um, Life imitated art about 20 years later. Everybody thought that I, my wife had left me, or I'd left my wife at that point. Um, because also we had, the cover of it was, as I recall, was passport shots in a passport booth. And so, you know, that kind of thing was, um, that, that, that was going on. Um, yeah, I mean, so long, it was a, it, it, it was a story song um, at a time where it kind of straddled two areas. Because we came out of the new wave, obviously, Funny, I was watching a Blondie documentary last night, their, their, their 1979, 1980 thing. But it came out the new wave thing. So what made us relatively successful was we, we, we were singing about different things. I was Half my stuff was politics and the rest of it was sort of relationships. Do you know what I mean? So you get both those things happening. Um, but that, that was your life at the time, though, wasn't it? I mean, it, it was, was like yeah. we, 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 we were both, you know, in that late 70s the start of the thatcher era so politics was a, a as a massive issue if you were in uh in britain yeah um and of course relationships are always a big issue <laughs> sure sure but the idea of the the idea of the um politics my interest in politics was more european wide rather than just let's you know the miners and thatcher which i was very interested in but that's what the punks and the and the initial new wave bands dealt with those subjects and as I mean, apart from the fact the environment I was in, I was I was in Europe much more than anybody else anyway. At that, st at that stage, we were, I don't know, we were in Europe um, um, in a big way. When I say Europe, I mean on the, the, the continental, the EU, more than people like, I don't know, U2 and Simple Minds at that stage, because they were more Britain based. 
but we came from we came in from there and we were also so long was the only track that the americans ever knew of ours because it was i think i don't know if i told you this before but it was one of the well you probably know this more than me it was one of the first 20 videos to go on to mtv in the states and so therefore the song that people know of of, of if they're of a certain age if they're music music business and even if they're not they know that song yeah that's also interesting because in australia it was actually a big success as well sure it was yeah 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 i mean we, we i mean I, ironically i've just been looking at that and we've had three top 20 singles in australia and i've never been there i'm, I'm determined to go there. i was going to go there this year but i'm not quite ready yet Okay, second one, Man in Someone Else's Skin. That's really um, a track that you love playing live, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I mean, the thing about that was, I mean, that came from the radically underrated <laughs> Iceberg Model album, which was critically very well received. But because if you change a brand name and you decide not to be Fisher's Z anymore, then, you, then your major record company doesn't help you very much. But um, the three subjects I deal a lot with, and it's in my biogs and things these days, is obviously the political stuff, the psychological stuff, and the personal stuff. And this is this one is very much of a you know a psychological thing. I, at the stage of which I wrote that, I'd stepped away from the whole um, you know I'd stepped away from the uh, whole Fisher's Ed Mark One thing, and um, I felt yeah I mean that's it's very descriptive man in someone else's skin. What's very strange, my family history is quite a strange one. It's quite noble, but there's a certain amount of incest in it. So I actually am quite a rich man inside a very normal man's body. I have very expensive tastes. I think that's where it must come from. There's very strange things happening 100 years ago in my family. I'm nothing to do with the fact that uh, a certain relative had uh, seven seven children with her husband, four with her brothers, and a number with the uh, gardener. I'm quite sure I'm nothing to do with the, the incestuous part, which has the traits of very strange eccentricity. I'm definitely not that one. I love the way you threw the gardener in there as well. <laughs> no, the gardener was in there as well. He was <laughs> but the gardener was no relation <laughs> yeah i should be the squire of sanders but i'm not <laughs> okay and um another one that you put down which um really has such a well it, ha it seems to always have a relevance because there are always wars yes in this world further from love yeah I mean, and I it's really about life. suffering isn't it? it's really about suffering of 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 the civilian population, which is so relevant today, <laughs> and always will be, always will be, even if even if the warfare is the is the is the Russians switching off the toilet flush, it still it still will affect the people that are um, you know the the poorer people, the people that are, that are less privileged. It's just going to do it. I mean, that song particularly, it's a very big song for me, both in the solo shows and the band shows. Um, um, and obviously, when I recorded that at Peter's studio with Peter, because Peter's singing on that, which is quite funny, he he was singing on the end of Further from Love, Peter Gabriel. You, you like that tune? You tell me about Peter Gabriel then, and that your connection at that time. Oh, I I did two albums. I did two albums at Real World. The thing with Peter, I played tennis with him for months, absolutely <laughs> for months. I played tennis with the guy. You know, he is such a nice man. I mean, men, women, dogs. You can't dislike Peter. He's the nicest man in the world, and also a very smart laid-back dude but yeah no we played tennis i got to know i got to know him this is like 20 years ago. i haven't seen him for years and years but uh it was it was certainly fun down down at real world when in t instead of like i can make a record in the room you're speaking to me now apart from the drums i can make a record that sounds just as good as you could at any studio in the world 20 years ago so it's different but that was still the era when they had when you know you where, where the recording process was longer you had michelin michelin um style food and peace and and swans i didn't like the swans 
the glass floor in the studio i didn't it was too peaceful real world for me i used to go out with big boots shout obscenities and they say how's the food today i was like it's disgusting absolutely disgusting because i needed a bit of urban angst but i but uh, uh yeah i was i mean i i spent i did two longish albums there destination paradise was recorded there and a lot of reveal was finished there so what do you think peter gabriel learned from you <laughs> what did he learn from me i don't know everything i don't think he learned anything but everybody down there was very intense and very reverential and i think I mean, but but he's not reverential. That's what's great about him. He's so he's the you know within certainly twenty years ago there was a whole empire down there, which was very reverential to Peter and the whole philosophy. And he was obviously he was the instigator of the whole thing. But he was never afraid to laugh at himself. And there are stories I can't possibly tell you. <laughs> Another artist who I had huge respect for for Sinead. She was she was down there at the same time, and um, yeah, some 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 of my sense of humor didn't go down very well with her. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Sinead was very special I remember interviewing extraordinary, her extraordinary I mean yeah. we, we were we were doing I think we did a festival or something in the 83 84 the sort of time you would have been interviewing her when she was with that initial band and I just thought they're just amazing she was bolshy then but incredibly talented one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh, it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so let's move on to Huber, which uh, means love and friendship. Yeah. Um, and it was from the Fisher's Head, Fish's yeah. Head yeah, well, album, of course. Huber is actually the nickname. is my brother-in-law, who had ah. all sorts of very, very big um, psychological problems. I love him, but he was difficult. The thing about that song, and one thing you were saying about Solong, no, sorry, about the um, Further From Love being always relevant, that's very interesting because that was relevant to him. It was a it was a thing to do with our family. We were going through some quite difficult times with him. Ironically, that song has applied to me recently. <laughs> it's become very personalised, and I've and it's something that it's a very important tune in the in the big theatre solo shows. What was the reaction from him and from the family when when that song when you wrote that well, song? I, I don't. I didn't get much reaction from him because he was he was then in Canada and there's all sorts of bits and pieces. He wasn't he wasn't he wasn't in a state to really understand it. The family understood what I was saying, um, but I think that any song that is well any song any piece of artwork, art generally let's go right the broad spectrum from painting uh, you know paintings books. The the best stuff comes is something sincere, an individual that comes from somebody's heart, and if and if you're lucky it strikes a universal chord with somebody else. That song is, again, like Further From Love is, is the thing, it's got a universal thing about, um, you know, about the war situation, and it always will do. I mean, 
the idea i mean it's a truism i mean you can't get away from yourself and i i had a very 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 difficult summer um where i experienced exactly the same thing myself i had this 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 summer has been the most difficult summer of my life which i've now thankfully come out of <laughs> without 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 pills or without jumping off a cliff so um you know i'm not i'm now in a different place but i really could identify with that um anybody who's strong-minded in a positive or negative way yeah you can't you can't escape yourself in the end and everybody has periods of life where they reflect in a, in a serious way and certain circumstances can trigger can just really trigger it and that song I've been singing that song. I did the. I had a very successful um, tour in the Benelux in September, October, and I was doing that. And I suddenly, hang on a minute, that, that actually applies to me, not to Huber anymore. Oh, well, that must have been quite a revelation, to be <laughs> yes, honest. It was. It was. It was. But it, but it beats being at home crying. So therefore, you know, going out and performing is a is a fantastic outlet for expressing something. Also, this year, what I found was the best way out of that. And this is a slight side issue and something for you, really. And that is that we've got a new record that comes out in the spring with a bad band record that's already made. But what I've done is my, I wrote my way out of that situation. So we released two albums this year. We'll be released one in May and I'll release another one in September, which is the, which is the positive result of a, of a negative um, emotional state. Oh, that's fascinating as well to actually like oh, uh, to that. put it, you know, to be able to directly park it mm. in lyrics and music. Yeah. Um, you mentioned... Um, that the summer was difficult and at the end i think i don't know if it's the end of the summer or september october you actually went to the states didn't you you were in the states I've at that the, period I've been, I, no i've been recently i was going to go earlier I, i've literally I, I went to nashville for two and a half weeks i came back about two weeks ago i went to the states and, and realized that i should have gone there a lot earlier with respect to my songwriting and my publishers because my my i'm basically have the same publisher and I've, it's been based in europe um, the idea that I, what I didn't realize is, is there's a bloke who really understood me. who was the boss of uh, the same company in Nashville. And so I went also to meet different musicians. I, I played with some of the really top session people and did a recording session with them to see what that was like. I met songwriters. I met people that, for instance, wrote with, I wrote the people that you admire. I, I met a song, I met a songwriter who write, who wrote a lot with John Prine. I met another a, a country songwriter, brilliant guy called john bird uh, i went to lots of their shows and just generally decided that i would try attempt to launch the second of the records out of america uh, and out of nashville rather than out of new york because the connections are very different there and as you know i mean it's nashville is nashville is the probably the most important music city in the world now with certainly the most money and it's and uh, the cliche is it's not just about country. I mean, my hat's funny because mine's nothing to do with Nashville. It's an English hat, you know, um, but it's quite funny. I, I often wear those hats and they, they're going, where'd you get that hat? The Americans were saying, where'd you get that hat? And people say, you always come back from Nashville with a pair of boots and a hat. I didn't. I've got a hat. I've got European hats. I've got a I've got a gray, my famous gray Homburg made in Hamburg. That was that was coveted by a huge number of cowboys. Where did you get that, man? So I'm very proud of that. Plus the fact, I've got my sheriff's badge on today. Yes, I have. It's not a sheriff's badge. It's an, it's an Irish oh. good luck charm. But they but they were taking the mick about, um, you know, uh, Wyatt Earp when I was wandering around out there. I mean, obviously Nashville's in Tennessee. I mean, you mentioned that uh, obviously it's a centre of the music industry, but it's also now a centre of the film industry. It's really, really changed. But it brings us to the final track, Zydeco, which, yeah. um, you know, that it's because that is a, a type of, 
um, American dance music and originated in Louisiana, which is Absolutely. not a million miles away from uh, Tennessee, obviously. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so tell me about that track. Well, first of all, uh, that is one of the top five songs I've ever written, without any doubt. I'm so proud of that as a song. Secondly, if you get into the lyrics of it, it's a direct, it's an apology in a way. It's asking apology from the the universe, if you like, for anything. It's a it's a specific apology. And what and my, without going into the personal situation too too much, the idea of it um it required from me the most massive apology, and it kind of sums that up. It just sums it up. Zydeco. It's also I have five adult children, um, and they're all have got very good musical taste. But my it, that is my my one of my daughter's particularly favourite songs, and she'll always ask me to sing it. She sometimes sings on tour with us as well. But Zydeco works. I mean, I I played that. I did a couple of um, open mics in Nashville for a laugh because I wanted to play somewhere where nobody knew who the hell I was and they don't give you any credit for anything. So you call and they, people will treat you like shit. You get to do one and a half songs. They line you up. You've got horrible sound and you've got the same conditions as everyone else. I played Zydeco and people go, what the hell's that? Because everybody else was playing kind of country songs. And I, obviously, I mean, hopefully, if you're a professional, you should come over as such when you've got the same microphone and when you've got no monitors and when nobody knows what's going on. If you don't come over as good, then you're stuffed. I recently played a number of different little shows, like um, a little one in Bath, which is essentially playing to a close audience of, it's a very specific one, but 50 or 60 people, where you've got your PA system is something that people would have at their Christmas party, no fold back, no anything. And therefore, you've got people who've bought 10 of your records. And you've got to be good. You've got to be able to be in front of that mic and be good. Um, Zydeco is my go-to song. I think that is class. Nobody can tell me it's not. And that's 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 what it's there for. And also this summer specifically, it's again, it's yet another one of those ones that gains relevance in the same way as a song like Further From Love. Further From Love's got a great, very quick story if you want it associated with it. Yep. We did, we did a show on the Rhine in Basel where the stage is 40, 30, 40 metres actually in the middle of the Rhine. And we the, we finished the set with Further From Love, which involves obviously I've got radio stuff and electronics. The end of the thing, we were supposed to finish with Further From Love then a boat comes up, picks me up the band finished playing. I come back on the with the acoustic back to the shore. The audience of about two or three thousand are on the shore in Basel. It's a beautiful show. So anyway, we come to the end of it, and for some reason, um, I, I usually name the band and they stop playing. So you introduce, you deintroduce the band. And what happened was the, um, yeah, I mean the the bass player took off his shoes and dived into the Rhine. I thought, oh my god! And as I introduced them all down, they all did. I mean, they're more better swimmers than me. And I thought bands must have done it before, but nobody had. The effect on the crowd was outrageous. The Rhine's going like 100 miles an hour. They were like, whoa, disappeared. I didn't go in the water. A, I'm not a good enough swimmer. And B, I was, I was covered in electronics. So I was resplendently playing the end of the song solo, going to the shore. And they were trying to retrieve my band from bits and pieces about 500 yards down the, down the um, Rhine. Nobody's done it before. I don't think anybody will do it again. I was actually going to ask you because you said you got five grown-up children. I just wondered whether they look at you as the child in the family. But from what you say there, then you're not as, you know, as uh, childish in that sense. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, no, no. The answer, the thing you're looking for is I'm a wuss. I'm just not. I'm, I'm, I did a lot of sports. I played rugby. I did boxing. Did all sorts of stuff. But swimming, I'm not. I'm dangerous near water. My ex-wife would never let me take the children near water. I'm good in woods. Okay, in mountains, but in water, dreadful. 
So, John, we've had the five top. That was Zydeco, uh, Further From Love, Huber, Man In Someone Else's Skin, and, of course, So Long. Yeah. At this moment in time, this second, which song is your favourite own song of all time? Oof. Further From Love. Up there is an interview I recommend. Down there is where you can find all the podcast interviews. And here is where you can connect. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.